everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Faith in It with Kay. Today I have one of your favorites, Ms. Morgan Stewart's back with us. <laughs> and we're going to be talking racial reality. So, hey guys. <laughs> hey Morgan, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm so glad to be back. Good. It's good to have you back. So guys, we're going to like, I think first we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the coronavirus because it's everywhere. Um, It's kind of affected like basically everything that we're doing right now and how we're living our lives um, at this present time. So we're going to just talk about that a little bit. And I have a little bit of statistics for everyone because I know um, we kind of had no choice but to follow this situation. So um, based on statistics from the CDC, it seems like there are about over 156,000 cases uh, worldwide. Um, so far, 5,000 deaths, or a little over 5,000 mm-hmm. deaths. Um, but the great news is over 74,000 people have recovered. Um, here in the yeah, U.S. Excellent. Yeah. They reported a lot on the people that rec- recovered. I noticed that. I don't know yeah. why. So a lot of it has been on the deaths which to a certain extent, I get it because we want to um, stop the deaths. But it's important to note that, <clears throat> yes, over 74,000 people have recovered. Um, here in the U.S., we have about 1,600 cases, 41 deaths, and it's, with, it's affecting right now about 47 states within the U.S. Um, so it's important to note that it's, it says 16 over 1,600 cases, so the number to be exact is 1,629 cases, and 41 people have died. Um, So it's important to note that over 1,500 people, it seems, have recovered or are recovering. It didn't necessarily tell us um, as far as, like, recovery. But based on the news, it seems like the virus really is um, deadly towards older adults or people with compromised immune systems so they already have underlying conditions so it's making it harder for them to fight um fight the disease or the virus um so it seems to be that the deaths are really um more with the older population or the um those who are already sick or have like underlying conditions that's kind of um making it a little bit impossible um, for their, their bodies to fight off the, the virus. So yeah. that's important to note um, because there is a little bit of like pin, it seems like a pandemic. Um, it is. And I, mean, um, I think they should start paying attention to or putting attention on the fact that it's really affecting people who have weakened immune systems the most. Yeah. Because it's just every little thing that that pops up caused a whole panic we had anthrax bird flu SARS all of that stuff like yeah so it looks like (laughs) there's always something from some of those papers that I've seen or statistics or number or years it's it seems like every two years roughly every two to four years there's something new that comes out um yeah but I will say that in my 30 plus years of living, this <laughs> seems to be the most, are taken the most seriously. 
And yeah. maybe it could be because of like the worldwide wide deaths. So um, I'm not sure what this, the numbers are as far as those who are dying overseas, um, what the ages are. And that's not to say that young people haven't passed away from it because I really don't <clears throat> know um, the age groups um, or groupings. Mm-hmm. Um, I know right now as of Friday here in Delaware, because the president issued a a national state of emergency. Um, Delaware issued a state state emergency as well on Friday. Um, And both of those were like, like we're sitting, (laughs) because I I work at a, like within a community center. So we're sitting like trying to make decisions about, well, what does that state of emergency or whether the national or the state emergency, what does that mean for our company? And yeah. really it meant nothing. <laughs> um, it was more, it seemed to have been more of like a push for money or finances to be released from the government to the states and all those different things. So money to be kind of like pushed um, towards like uh, whatever is needed as it pertains to the virus. The virus. But not so much because I think also on Friday too, uh, late Friday, our governor also uh, closed all the schools. So now all our schools are closed for about two weeks. Um, I get it. Like to a certain extent, I get it. Like even our colleges here, um, they shut down. Um, classes are going online. Same thing for whatever schools can get classes yeah. online. So now all the they're doing it in New York now. Yeah, all the yeah. classes are online. Um, but the devastating thing was that a lot of those colleges kind of kicked those living on campus out. Um, yeah, abruptly, without and for some of those students, they are international students. So what do yeah, you do with the travel? restrictions or bans if you if you live in a country that technically you can't travel to because um the u.s has stopped flights to that country or like what are those students supposed to do um so i think there's a little bit of panic and the panic is kind of displacing a lot of people um or creating more issues for for others they're not really well thought out some of the decisions like how it's affecting because you, you know the school closure i think it is important to close the schools and clean the schools and do all that it is important um because there's there seems to be still so much unknown about the virus um because i was looking at how it spreads or mm-hmm. and what was it like close contact within six feet um of someone who's infected uh, and it says like droplets. Um, so getting droplets um, of an infected person. So um, when they cough or sneeze, like that droplet um, getting on you or into your um, your system. And people up here, some of these people, they don't cover their mouth when they sneeze. They just sneeze like just out in the open. I don't yeah. know who raised them, but... <laughs> Yeah, honestly, like we've had conversations as far away as I can. (laughs) We've had conversations because I've been in work environments where, um, it, you know, adults, they're at least fifty plus, 
um, and just sne- sneeze or cough it into the air. And it's like, men just look at them like, I really can't believe you. Wow. <laughs> or, or people who cough into their hands. So I've had employers who do that. And I've always been, you know, like that person, like they cough into their hands and then come and touch stuff. Like I, I remember no. one of the um, managers, she would, at a previous job, she would cough and come touch your stuff. Um, but I kept Lysol wipes. I kept sanitizer. Um, oh, that's good. Because it's just like, I think like it's also important to, to note that it's it's so weird um, how crazy people are getting and how it seems like a lot of people didn't use sanitizer before or didn't wash their hands mm-hmm. or didn't disinfect. Um, yeah, because it's almost like it's a surprise <laughs> to people. I got to wash my hands? <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like... <laughs> why I don't I don't understand it or like you know cough into your elbow versus like coughing out like these are things people should have been doing from the these start are things, yeah <laughs> that we learned about a long time ago so it's kind of like the common sense things but if you're listening and I don't you, know who raised them <laughs> somebody else um <laughs> you know but if you're listening and you don't know what the how to kind of um uh, keep yourself safe or how to protect others um, please wash your hands um, and I, I think right now they're saying wash your hands for the length of the happy birthday song 20 seconds yeah, 20 seconds mm-hmm. um, sanitize if you can't wash your hands or if you're like me wash your hands and sanitize um, yeah because I do both and then lotion because no one needs to see your ashy hands Uh, (laughs) and then you know if your hands are unclean avoid your avoid touching your eyes your nose and your mouth um so all areas that if your hands are dirty or if somehow um there's some transference um those are the gateways for that um that uh, the virus to get into your system i've um received some different things from people um it's been said that you know keeping yourself hydrated is also a really good way so also um getting some vitamin c and getting that in your system so if you don't have enough start you know pumping in some vitamin c don't overdo it uh i'm not a doctor so i don't know exactly how much vitamin c you should have but you know maybe some airborne or emergency and follow the um the directions on how just exactly how much you should take but Maybe um, up your vitamin intake um, if you haven't already. Maybe multivitamins because I do multivitamins. I do all of those things. Um, and then also those natural things that kind of like give your body a fighting chance. Um, yeah. Continue <clears throat> to do those things. Um, and yeah, like, let's see. It says that um, indications of the disease um, or could mean uh, difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, um, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, new confusion or inability to, or, inabil- or inability to, mm, I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> it <lie>. happens. <laughs> Lewis lips or face. Um, so, 
pay attention to those different things or those new signs. But I have kind of, I've read also that there are so many instances where people have no indications and these indications show up when it's almost too late. Um, when the virus has been, um, has kind of taken effect or affected 50% of some people's, uh, I believe it was kidney or lungs. So sometimes the indications um, are indications that it's, it's getting late. Um, so just kind of like monitor your body, uh, recognize what's normal and is not normal. Um, and I think the seclusion period is 14 days. So if you find out that you have been around somebody who's infected, um, you know, take the necessary precautions. Um, I believe you, you're supposed to call the CDC. Um, or if you're in Delaware, the Delaware Department of Health, um, take the precautions. Because, like, it's, it, it absolutely is a lot of people that have passed away from this. Um, and it seems like such a common sense um, like all the precautions seem like common sense things, but there's something that's so unknown about it. So uh, I don't know if we have all the information about it, about its cause, about who it's affecting and the ages of those people. Um, so we're not saying that if you're young, that you have nothing to worry about. Um, that is not what we're saying. We don't know. Um, <laughs> but we are saying based on the statistics that's been put out there it seems to be affecting those um who are older or have compromised immune system but nonetheless still wash your hands still sanitize still if you can stay six feet away because most of us can't um and i know in new york that's a tough thing to do um especially on a train yeah but i I mean morgan talk about new york like i i i've kind of like followed or talked to um, people within the city but you're there so like how is it affecting the city there yeah the well I would say the traffic is getting lighter on a train normally um, you know once you get off the train there's a whole sea of people even yeah. while you're on the train and getting off but right now it's like you know you still you still have standing room during rush hour and stuff but it's a lot more space to kind of spread out if you want to but um, wow. which is it's kind of it's good, but it's kind of a scary thing when you look at it. When you when you're walking through the train station and you don't see as many people as yeah. you normally would, so it's kind of it does make one feel kind of concerned. Yeah, and understandably, I think like I also saw that is it the president of MTA um, tested positive for it. Oh, so I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it was the president of um, MTA um, hmm. because they were talking about like just the um, the precautions that MTA has taken as far as like, you know, um, after like sanitizing, washing things down and doing all of that. But yeah, I think and, and I think that's probably around when like it's really started dwindling. Um, and, and I think, too, it's really important to understand um that you can do all those things, but if the people who are around you aren't mindful, it kind of like, it can also almost defeat the purpose yeah. to a certain extent. Because you can wash your hands, you can sanitize your hands, you can do all those things, but that person who's not willing to cover their mouth 
when they when they sneeze or when they cough in your face <laughs> you know it's kind of hard for you to be in defense against that you know what yeah. I mean so it's one of those things and I think that's really what it is it's like and that's where that six feet apart comes comes in handy but in most of our lives we're not able to do that like I I've heard that some companies like what they've do, done is um, kind of split up their workforce so a lot of people are working from home maybe half the company's working from home in order to create that six feet um or is it six feet or six inches I don't even um, know I hope it's six feet <laughs> <laughs> I think it's six feet six inches sounds a little uh short yep six feet like, so in order to create that six bit. feet space uh <laughs> some companies are actually like half the workers are working from home and the other half might be in the office and like, some kind of like rotation of schedule yeah. scheduling they're doing that, in order to, like, like, honor that Monday we have to well Monday is kind of like our test day I work from home okay. on Friday already but they're testing out like all of the office to see how the workflow is going to go I guess and um, okay. I guess they're going to just work it out from there but yeah it's different so what's your company doing? they're right now they're, they're just testing the whole work from home thing and they're going to see I guess they're going to see how it works on Monday and then let us know from there and um, okay. because a lot of our clients are, well, the department I work for, our clients are digital or online or remote. And if we do certain things with them or certain online events, all they have to do is just log in and record. And um, oh. as far as like a lot of live events in New York, I've been seeing a lot of cancellations. Um, like yeah. things that, anything that, that's with a large mass of people you know, my sister was supposed to come up for a skincare conference and um, that was going to be at the Javits Center. So, you know, like that is very huge. It's such a, yeah. you know, a condensed um, area if, if there is a lot of people there at one time. So that's been canceled. Um, I heard South by South. Yeah, I can see that. A lot of stuff, a lot of big conferences right now. So it, I think it's kind of a good thing, but on the bad end, you know, a lot of people are losing out on their refunds. They don't, they're not able to get that. But I guess some of these venues, they have to get paid somehow. Yeah. I think too, like, like, I, I get it, but I don't get it. Um, I think uh, we're in a state where really people are being forced to cancel their events. So if you're, if they're canceling their events, as a venue, I think you should give them their money back um, because they're no longer having the event and it's not their fault. Mm -hmm. um, and for the most part, I guess because these venues are losing out on money because all their events are being canceled. Um, because I know here, like, um, I think it's a, like a half marathon or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, it's canceled. Like uh, St. Patrick's Day parade is canceled. Um certain schools like the the spring season of sports have been canceled um basically everything is canceled but jobs but work yeah <laughs> like <laughs> everything has been canceled and it's been nice to kind of see like you know different companies I guess you know in their own small ways trying to make some relief um because, but I think what was most impressive, actually, as I'm before I even talk about that, it was I saw an article in Europe, um, 
I think it was Europe. Ooh, don't quote me. I think it was <laughs> Europe though. Um, where they they waived like mortgage payments. Yeah, Italy. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what? What? The U.S. would never do anything yeah. like that. Because I don't think I don't think the United States would look out for our own citizens like that. It's really sad yeah, that you that see a lot amazing. of stuff like this in other countries where it's not only this, but you see this with education. There are some countries that offer free education. There are some free. There are some countries that do free health care or, um, or reasonable health care for everyone. Yeah, and it's really amazing how you see other countries look out for their citizens, and it's kind of sad. It really is. is. And, you know, as you said that, like, I was, um, I watched, um, I I think it was like a, oh my gosh, uh, what is that thing? So I think it was her name is Republic, she's a representative, Katie Porter, I think it is. Um, And she was having a conversation with, I believe he's a head of the CDC. I believe that's who he, this guy is. Um, and the whole conversation basically is her questioning about whether um, they're going to allow people to get tested at no expense to that to the person, especially with everyone not having health insurance. So what's, what's happening is people may have symptoms, but because they don't have health insurance, they're not getting tested because they can't afford it. Um, and I honestly, like, I'd be one of those per- people, like, um, I thank God that I won't get, um, the virus, but, you know, if I needed to be tested, it would be really difficult. Cause I'm like, now I'm going to incur this really large, uh, medical bill. Yeah. So, you know, she was questioning and she was just like, it's in his authority. It's in his authority to go ahead and say, yes and make it free for those who needed to get tested. And it was almost like she was pulling tooth and nail and he was beating around the bush just to say yes to something that was in his authority. Something like if we're saying that this is a crisis and that people need help and that we want people to get tested, that it's in his authority to say yes. And I promise you, it was like, he seemed like he was like she was I don't know like I it's almost like she had a like for lack of a better imagery like a gun to his head like <laughs> that's how it it seemed um trying to get him to say yes to this thing yes to this common sense thing yeah like, if we care about lives and we care about people and we want this to stop Yes to this common sense thing. And it's that something that's something that in be, his power. Something that's in, not only in your power, something that should be second nature. If you're if you have other people's lives in your hands and you know it's really up to you to make a yeah. decision, then it should be just like a split decision instead of, oh well, you know. And it wasn't. He I don't know if he was playing dumb, but he seemed really ill informed on just everything um but i i was so grateful like in listening to her because she did not back down yeah so shout out to her <laughs> you know for just really just like pressing the issue um and not taking um ignorance <laughs> as as a response or as a 
and like and she did not let it go until he said a clear yes that he would that people can yes go ahead and get tested and that that would be covered they would not have to worry about um paying it back and like you know shout out to like the different states like of course like it's it's probably difficult for a bigger state like new york but like i know here in delaware on friday um there was a free um Christiana Care here did a, a free testing, so drive-through testing, hmm. um, right here in Wilmington, I believe, at the riverfront. Um, oh, so there. people okay. were able, yeah, if they had symptoms, to go ahead and drive up and actually get tested, um, and it was free. So you know, shout out to the different states and areas that are doing what they need to do to make sure that people are safe. Yeah, because the quicker, that. yeah. Like, I think right now, a lot of the, what's killing people is the lack of knowing, the ignorance. Um, so we're not aware of who has it and where it is. Um, and without people being able to get tested, no matter what their insurance um, status is, um, that creates even more of an issue. Yeah. Because then we don't know whether our neighbor has it. We don't know. Um, sometimes people don't even know whether their husband or wife has it. Um, because like, it was said earlier, sometimes those symptoms take a while to show up. Um, and some people throw caution to win when they're in their house. So while you're in your homes, because <laughs> I remember <laughs> I was talking to uh, another friend about it. I was like, Adrian said, uh, Bylon said she doesn't wash her hands at home or all the time at home or something like that after she used the bathroom. Yeah, she That's, does. There's a lot of bacteria that you don't know that's probably lingering Yeah. Now. And you're gonna go so and if you're like stuff, her. Who raised you? <laughs> yeah, like I love the real, but I could not. That was too real. Um, <laughs> but um, if, you, if that is your, if that is what you do, please stop um, and wash your hands and sanitize and, and go brush take your all those precautions. Too. Huh? Go brush your teeth too. I'm yeah. Sick of it. <laughs> please do that at home as well. Um, please. Um, because I think those things are practices. Like if you don't practice it at home, you're not going to do it. That's like being out in public and like you hear somebody use the bathroom and then the door opens. You didn't hear water run. You didn't hear anything. <laughs> you just heard the door open. <laughs> and I'm like, that must be somebody who knows Adrian. Like... <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do at home use the bathroom in the bathroom just... <laughs> the door just opened no please like <laughs> you've heard that um, I've seen people like just leave the bathroom when I wash their hands too. they'll like they'll come out the stall and they'll just do whatever <laughs> they stay here and like, leave and I'm just looking like wow who made yeah, you like, <laughs> like exactly so yes, I don't care. I don't care if you actually <laughs> use the bathroom or not. If your defense is I did not use the bathroom, you came in the bathroom, you touched the bathroom doors, you touched the stall, you touched the lock on the stall, <laughs> and and then you flushed nothing in the toilet. You touched a lot of things. Your hands needs to be washed. I'm not even laughing at the situation. I'm just <laughs> laughing at this scenario. <laughs> no, because. <laughs> Because that happens, and like, like I said, like I think yeah, it's just it nuts how clear 
like cleaning supplies are like the shelves are clear and I'm just like yeah, now they are who are you people that weren't cleaning before like we grew up like Saturday was cleaning day you clean throughout the week but Saturday and I still live my life like that Saturday is like cleaning day you wipe down you clean you disinfect you do that throughout the week but for the most part your deep cleaning day is like Saturday I um, think my question too is like, did they just automatically run out of all cleaning products at home? Because, like, normally, I don't know, maybe, maybe everyone just ran out of cleaning products at the same time and said, oh, I have to get all of this, this Lysol today. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I, went to the I refuse to believe that foolishness. No <laughs> tissue. So, y'all didn't buy tissue like last week or. Like, see, all of y'all just ran out right now. I said I had to get out and <laughs> get all this tissue. You know what? I know. Like, <laughs> I think that's the most bizarre part because, like, honestly, I'm like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, actually, I walked out to the store this morning and I was like, hmm, Scott, you must have been speaking to me because as a, as a normal person, you know what I did? What's that? I stopped up before this whole thing happened on toilet paper because you know what? I knew I would need toilet paper every day. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? If I buy a little bit more toilet paper, I won't have to buy it for a while. And you know what? That's how I live my life. I do that with toilet paper. I do that with paper towels. I do that with soaps and cleaning products yeah. and just every other product. Like if I can, I buy the one product and I buy the next product so I can keep one you know ready as soon as the other one finishes so when my finances allow me to do that that's what I do yeah so I'm just curious like Like all of you guys ran out of like toilet cleaner and Clorox at the same time you have to buy at the same time everybody (laughs) and then (laughs) and then they're like oh there are people like hoarding the products and it's like okay So you, Joe Blow, you bought 50 50 cases of Clorox wipes. Why do you need 50 cases of Clorox wipes? Like, does having 50 cases of Clorox wipes mean that you won't get the virus? Because are you just going to Clorox it? Like, I don't understand it. So, like, even hoarding (laughs) the products is kind of weird to me because now, like, you're missing the point that, yes, you can protect your bubble, but you also want other people to protect their bubble. So if yeah. you poured all the products and there's somebody else who doesn't have it, who then gets exposed, then even though you poured all the products, now you're just going to be very clean with the virus because that other person out there doesn't, is not able to disinfect and do what they need to do. So they could potentially get it. And because the virus does not need your permission to get to you, you could potentially get it if that person is careless. <clears throat> so it's just like, people please let's just use common sense and just share buy what you need and absolutely save some for the next person because we all need to be careful in order to kill it it means that everybody needs to be working together like your house needs to be clean just as was next person that person's hands need to be clean just like your hands like need to all be of clean. a sudden everybody's house is <laughs> completely dirty <laughs> let me just get everything <laughs> Yeah, like, it, 
it's it's truly weird and you know what too like I would say that the random thing is like um I know that a lot of people are like this is not something to joke about and it's not we're not making jokes about the situation but you know what my bible says that laughter it feels good like a medicine yeah so I'm gonna laugh because you know what what are you gonna be stressed about you're gonna stress out over it be mad about it why you do what you can and then hopefully you'll have some fun in the meantime but yeah, like that's the me, best you can do yeah i love i love i love that things are like canceled like i am like as an introvert to a certain extent i'm like oh man i'm single so it's kind of boring <laughs> but this but then i'm like this is great like I don't have to go anywhere. Nobody's expecting me to be anywhere. I don't have to, to get come on anywhere. Train, be crowded around it's people, just... right. pushing and stuff, and annoying and sneezing all over the place. Like sneeze the other way. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Like honestly, that <laughs> I'm like telling my teacher friends, I wish I was a teacher. Like I really do. Two weeks off, I would love that. I would. I could teach from home. Sure. Yeah. Let me do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, who are these people that don't like their homes? Like, it's not I a big deal it. for me to be home. And no travel time. You know, you right. Just get up and start your work. Right. So for you who who are seeing it as some kind of punishment, if you have the luxury of staying home, just know that. There is some person out there, by that person I mean me, yes me, um, who wishes they could be home too. Because there is nothing like just waking up, you know, brushing your teeth, washing your face, you know, all those regular hygiene things that you need to do anyway. Just because you're stuck at home doesn't mean that we neglect our hygiene like Adrian. <laughs> like, I'm going to stop. I love Adrian. <laughs> Keep going in on her. <laughs> I'm going to stop. For I love Adrian. her. But like, it's just too relevant because she said that and now this whole thing is happening so it's it's tough um to stay away from her with that but imagine her saying that and inviting you over for dinner because you put her hands all in all in the ground beef and stuff so i'm not eating i would not eat from her um because that scares me like i would hope that she she does wash her hands when she's cooking. Yes, I believe she, she would do that. Wash her hands. <laughs> she goes to the bathroom. She <laughs> I don't know why she said that. I, I think somewhere she's regretting being that honest. And Adrian, I'm sure there are other people who do that. Maybe such she as not buying up all the 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 lotion, the uh, soap. And hand sanitizers, they know you. They do that too. So don't be shamed. There are other people who who do that, and we've clearly seen them because the shelves are completely gone with of soap and sanitizer. Now that the world has says you must wash your hands at all times, so you are not by yourself. There are so many people that clearly do that. Um, it's just that you're the only one that told us you do that. Uh, <laughs> I love the pause. There are plenty of people, but then you're the only one that told us. 
but seriously guys we're gonna like kind of wrap up this topic but I do <laughs> because I don't want to keep going on Adrian because like I said I do I love her and I love the real um so I I do I do want to wrap up this topic and maybe this will actually just be our first portion of the podcast so maybe we'll do a two-parter so this will be our first portion so I'm going to end this portion what I'm going to end it with is um go ahead and end it with a prayer if you don't mind Morgan yeah of course um so Heavenly Father we just thank you we thank you because there's no one like you Father and we know Lord God that you're an amazing healer Lord God and that you have all things in your control Lord God so we don't understand why this is happening Lord God but we do believe that you are in the midst and we know how mighty and how great and how powerful you are, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord God, for bringing healing to each and every person, Lord God, that may be suffering with this virus, Lord God, and this disease, Lord God, that you will heal them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet, Lord God. For anyone who needs finances, Lord God, I pray that you will provide it for them, Lord God. And even as a nation kind of uh, figures out what to do in this moment, Lord God. I thank you for wisdom, Lord God. I thank you for wisdom on how to make sure that our kids are fed and how to make sure that our kids are well taken care of, Lord God, in the midst of the situation, Lord God. Give our employers um, wisdom, Lord God, and give us, Lord God, um, who are in management, uh, wisdom, Lord God, on how to deal with our, with our employees, Lord God, moving forward, Lord God. Teach us, Lord God, how to be mindful, Lord God. Teach us how to be respectful and loving and understanding towards each other, Lord God. And teach us, Lord God, how to just make sure that we protect and preserve, Lord God, each and every person that's connected to us, Lord God. And we just thank you, Lord God, for the lessons that we're learning in this moment, Lord. And we thank you, Lord God, that we're still able to smile. We're still able to laugh and we're still able to enjoy each other even though, Lord God, this is a serious time. So we just thank you for what you're about to do, Lord God. We thank you for how you're moving, and we thank you, Lord God, for how you're going to show yourself mighty in this situation. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen. 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 So we're going to end that last segment. Um, You know, we're going to go ahead and just move on. Um, You know, because we know that this is a serious issue, but we do. We encourage you guys to go ahead and find something to laugh about, find some way to be entertained, um, find some way to kind of like, even in this time, to just enjoy your loved ones and your friends, um, because that's important. Um, it's tough, but find some ways to enjoy um, each and every moment, because like, like we're learning, we don't know um, how and when things are going to shift. So just stay lighthearted and laugh. And if you want something to laugh about, go ahead and look up that clip from the reel and just look up all the <laughs> the the memes and the because um, <laughs> there are some great videos um, that do they poke fun at the virus, um, but it's just a way to keep yourself laughing um, because if not, this could be very stressful and depressing. <clears throat> yeah, so. Yeah stay informed but find some moments to just laugh and to just have a good time and, and enjoy your friends and your family um but yeah that's the end of that so that was part one of a three-parter conversation with morgan stewart um on this episode we spoke on the coronavirus because that's something that's just very current it's happening right now um and it's such a um it's creating such a 
stir of chaos to a certain extent. So we just wanted to just have that conversation first about that. Um, on the next two parts, you'll be hearing us talk about um, racial reality. So the current state of um, the issue as it pertains to race and race relations and uh, particularly we'll be talking the honeypot. So the issue or the controversy over the honeypot commercial, um, commercial that Beatrice uh, Dixon did as a part of uh, Target's Black History Month slash Women's History Month um, promotion. So we'll be talking about that and just racial insensitivity to a certain extent. And we'll be talking a little bit about women's rights and um, even a little bit about the different disparity between um, what we're fighting for as women within the different races. Um, So we hope you'll stick around to kind of listen to part two and three as well and continue to share your thoughts. Continue to let me know, um, are these topics relevant to you? Are you a part of the conversation? What do you want to hear? What is your voice as it pertains to these different conversations? So continue to share them. Continue to uh, like, uh, subscribe, and comment. And continue to follow me on um, Faith in It on Instagram. So that's Faith underscore in underscore it underscore with underscore k and that's on instagram so you can continue to follow me on instagram as well um my personal page is k underscore with underscore a d so uh also make sure to include those in the comments um as well so thank you again for joining joining me for another episode of Faith in It with Kay. So until next time, see ya!